You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Monday edition of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. Always is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email for the address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. You can take us anywhere you want during the holidays. You also have a chat box on there if you want to. Send us a message directly. We want to thank uh, Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine uh, from Great Southern. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand, Pressure Treated Pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build... Build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want to. We got Justin uh, with us this morning behind the glass. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. Uh, several things. All, we, all we're having right now, folks, is just a, a list of people that are transferring. I'll give you a few of them in the SEC. I'm not going to spend the day talking about everybody's fixing to get the transfer portal. Uh, if we have anybody that uh, saw the Willie Nelson show last night, if you'll call in, I'll tell you a, a, a funny story that happened to me with Willie Nelson. Um, uh, his band, uh, I don't want to bore anybody with it, but uh, anyway, whatever. If he, if you did watch it, it's a heck of, it was a heck of a show last night. It, it was his 90th birthday. He's something else. Uh, Ole Miss is getting a running back from uh, Juice from uh, South Carolina. Nelson Kidd, who was number one in the draft at one time, is transferring uh, quarterback at uh, Mississippi State. is going on to Washington. Jefferson's leaving Arkansas, moving on. Uh, that's just a few of the people that that are that are going different places. The bowl games at Jack State has has. Um, one uh, in the uh, New Orleans Bowl, which could win for them. Um, let's see. Really, that's about basketball-wise. Uh, Auburn beat USC 91-75. USC comes in with a... Uh, well, I, mean, I, I, I don't want to coach anybody's team, but a pretty stupid zone that looked stupid, but was stupid. And uh, Tim Floyd used to coach out there. He's a good friend of mine, coaching the pros. Anyway, uh, USC got beat there. Alabama, uh, I thought, was the best team against Creighton. They didn't win. Um, we'll talk about that if you wish. Uh, Alabama's four, four, I think, four for 22 or something like that. Um, got a lot of buckets inside on a lob pass. Probably should have kept getting them. Sometimes when you uh, want to shoot, like, you know, what happens to you in threes, the defense does a good job on you at times, and then other times you just don't make any. But uh, 
big if Alabama had played Creighton on a neutral court court ten times, Alabama beat them nine probably. Um, but uh, anyway, that's that's what it is that they play. Alabama plays on Wednesday night uh, against the Arizona team that got beat by Purdue. Um, Purdue played really well. Uh, everybody talks about the big guy at Purdue, and the big guy at Purdue is, is a factor. But you, in order to beat Purdue, you have to guard the perimeter people. The perimeter four, five, the perimeter people will kill you if you don't. Um, big guy can't beat them by yourself, but a combination of both can get you beat. So mm. that's what happened there. What? You got 35 on Alabama. Well, perimeter people, are, yeah. Perimeter people are pretty good. <laughs> I think the kids. I mean, if you don't bring help down there to him, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you guard him in the perimeter. I don't think he's. I don't. I, I think you don't bring your help down there to him all the time. You bring your help down there to him from the weak side, and then you got to go. It, the, the The thing about playing guarding people defensively is to contest shots. When you contest shots, for you guys who don't understand it, when you get in the guy's face. And the only way to do that is to practice contesting shots. We practiced all the time four against five. And that way, when we got in there and helped, we got had to go back outside. We contested shots. And that's the best way to, that's the way, that's the best way to cut down on the percentage of the shots that the, that the wing people take. Um, and that's what happened. I don't know what happened there because I didn't see a whole game. So that's about, One moment. That's about it. Here's what uh, I found. I don't want that on. Sorry, my iPad's work, not working. Um, anything else? I, I, there's just a lot of stuff going on that uh, I wrote down, um, and so we'll we'll see what what the transfer portal brings. Uh, a really good player at Houston in the Houston A and M game, and Houston came uh, A and M came back on Houston and had a chance to, you know, had a little bit of a chance to win that game. Uh, after getting down pretty good, Houston, of course, is very good, hard to play against in basketball. But uh, Missouri, who I think is going to be a little bit in the middle of the pack in basketball, not uh, maybe a drop down behind Texas A&M. If Texas A&M is number six, uh, they got beat last night by Seton Hall. And then um, Alabama will play in this neck of the woods on the 30th of December in Birmingham. Now, the game with Arizona will be in Phoenix. I don't think it's on uh, Arizona's home court. That's about it. Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday night. Uh, you're going to have to drink your coffee, Justin. I don't think they tip that game till 10 o'clock our time. So, uh, I don't know. I'm going to stay awake for that. Um, before we get to the phone lines, we've got a couple phone calls holding. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Uh, did come out. I'm surprised about this. Maybe I didn't watch him enough that they sound like they're comfortable with Peyton Thorne. Uh, Robbie Ashford going to the portal, but Peyton Thorne being their quarterback. Can you Injury. win? Can you hmm. win big with Peyton Thorne? Well, I, I think, I think the biggest problem you have is injury. I mean, I think um, Peyton Thorne may be good enough for them. They, they feel like can play. They know quarterbacks. I don't. But you, that's the reason the quarterback came in from Notre Dame. Regardless of what all y'all think about, all you, you know, this, that, and the other, he came in to, to cover their fannies because they only had two they were going to play in case of injury. And I think, Barry, you know, I'm sure Barry's right on this, but uh, if you, you, you've you got Peyton Thorne and then the other kid's gone, you better get you somebody in case you're injury, injured and, and that happens. 
I guess they got Griner, but uh, yeah, they did. if Peyton Griner. Thorne is your starter, I don't know. Maybe I, they watched him all year. I just yeah. don't see it. But uh, all right, yeah. get to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Bryce in. Come on, Bryce. Coach Wimp. Yeah. All I got to say about the basketball game, you would have got kicked out. And I'm going to leave it at that. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't officiating that game. Well, it, it didn't help. I didn't say it helped. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a complete. Alabama had dunk after dunk after dunk on the lob pass because they could. When the big guy went out, he played about eight minutes in the first half, uh, and Alabama did a good job of getting the ball, the basket, and scoring. Um, when you when you rely on threes a lot, sometimes you just don't you just don't shoot them as well. Whatever. Well, uh, I'm. I just. I'm not going to say nothing else, but hey. Okay, you've already said it. We got it. Cowboys. Okay. How about them Cowboys? I love it. <laughs> yeah, they got beat badly. Yeah, they got stomped. Yeah. One time it started off at 31 to 3, I think it was. I, I watched part of it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anytime, like I told y'all last week, anytime the Cowboys can lose, I'm having a good day, but they win, it's a bad day for me. I'm, I'm going out there uh, Thursday. I, I, and staying for the holidays with my daughter, my granddaughter. Okay. Uh, and another thing, guys, uh, Bryce Young, he, he he played a little bit better yesterday because he got some help. They won yesterday. They beat yeah. Atlanta. That's good for Bryce. Yeah, yeah Bryce probably needed a win uh, just for his – uh, but uh, there's a lot of people that follow the Falcons that were mad that uh, they lost to the – Panthers there. So. Oh, oh well, you know I, 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 I'm glad to see Bryce get a win. But however, you know we're looking at another quarterback named Bryce. We are in the 24 class. Mm-mm. I cut. Well, I forget that guy's name. It's Bryce uh, Underwood. Underwood. Did you see? Did you hear about that, Barry? Barry, if I was going to be in town, I'd go see you play. Sorry, but I'm going to Dallas, buddy. Uh, did you win? Friday night, we did, we did. I, good job. I'm, I'm, I'm proud for you. So that makes you twelve and one. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you play again when? Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. When does Alabama play Arizona? Is it Wednesday next, night at ten? Wednesday night. Oh, at 10. this Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah are you not listening to? Don't listen to me when I when I give the give this. I thought that's what it was. I just wanted to make sure, but I'm going to have to miss that one because I got to get up. I had to, to catch that one later. Uh, okay. That's crazy. You know, and I know everybody else will be the same way, too. It's just crazy that they're doing that to us. Okay. Uh, well, guys, I, I appreciate you letting me talk, but uh, um, Rich Rod got a win. Yeah. To be the yeah, I, I said all bowl this. game. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that. Well, I'm just saying that, that I'm glad. Some. I know you said that. Hey, some. guys, y'all have – how many days y'all going to be off? That's what I uh, was Good question. I don't know. I don't – we're try, I'm going to see if Justin will cover us on Friday. So probably only – I guess we'll be back. We won't do, obviously, Christmas Day, but uh, we'll be back, I guess, on the 26th. I don't know. We're, we're trying to work all that. They tell us when we have to work. So thank you. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, well, y'all probably announced it, Ben. I just wanted to, to be listening to y'all. And I, yeah. I appreciate y'all letting me talk. Thank you, Bye-bye. Bye.
Thank Bye. you. All right, uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy for you. It's the holiday season. You need to get everything cleaned up. You got the family coming in town. You want to look spiffy. Let Royal come to you. Pick up the cleaning. They'll clean it up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851, Rice Mine Row. You can give them a call for all your cleaning needs, 205 391 Zero zero three four. We get back. We'll get to Joe. Uh, we got Max Howell at the bottom of the hour, and our man Doug Bell. We'll make Doug pick some games here in the second hour. You're listening to Tide one hundred point nine. This is the home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. Major wreck twenty fifty nine eastbound at the Covered Bridge Road exit. The center lane, right lane, and shoulder are blocked. Extensive delays. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Monday morning. Through a partnership with Baby Live Advice, DCH is now providing virtual live maternal education classes taught by certified registered nurse practitioners and other professionals. The classes are interactive and enable participants to ask questions in real time. Some insurers will cover the courses and self-payment is also available. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and breezy at times today, the high 55, clear and turning colder tonight, the low 26. Tomorrow and Wednesday, a good supply of sunshine both days, the high tomorrow 48, the high Wednesday in the middle 50s at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to get to the Yellowwood hotline and get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. I'm not going to be as nice as Wimp was. I put this loss right there with Oklahoma. And to me, Oklahoma's the worst job he's done since he's been at Alabama when we went out there and got blowed out and he didn't have an answer for nothing. If we're going to take this program to the next level, he has got to start playing some zone defense. It's that plain and simple. That looked like a playground game Saturday night. 23 would take it inside, do his little twist and turn, and shoot his little fadeaway. The kid was 8 of 15 and had 22 points. He was 0 for 1 from 3. And then 55, Mr. Hookman, every time he drove, he was pushing off or hooking to the basket. He ended up with four fouls, but he never fouled out of the game. And he had 20 points. 
and they were all inside, both of them. Well, the other boy was, he did shoot a three. I have to take that back, the 55 boy. But it was awful. And our big man played seven minutes and had five fouls. The basketball IQ on this team, I'm saying basketball IQ, is very low. We saw that at the end of the game, did we not? Be more specific. The point guard, Mr. Sears, taking going in there and taking a two. Taking a two. Sixteen. We had sixteen seconds to get off a three shot, and we already knew that the big boy was not coming out and guarding Nelson. Nelson finally made a three. Nelson had all day to shoot. All he had to do was stand out there and shoot a set shot. He shot like, I think he was one for four down the stretch. And he could just stand out there at the top of the circle and shoot set shots because the big boy wasn't going to come out and guard him. We had all kind of opportunities to work for a better shot. And you saw the look on Oates' face when he called the timeout. When he, I, I couldn't read what he said to Sears. But he kind of just went, that, that's okay. You know. Did you watch the end of the game, Barry? Yeah. How many teams in the country, Joe, would have won, would have, could have won the last two games that Alabama played with Purdue and Creighton on their home floor? How many teams in the country could win, could win those games? Barry. I'm asking, how many, how many could win those games? Five, six. <laughs> how many could go to Arizona? I mean, I just think, if anything, you got to schedule a little bit better. I don't mind you playing these teams, but when you play them all three in a row and they're all away from uh, home, uh, you know, I guess if you want to say uh, Canada was a neutral court, but you're going to Zach Eady's hometown to play those guys who uh, they're ranked, what, they just beat number one. Um, I don't know that I would play all those games in a row. If anything, I would I would space it out a little bit. Barry, let's go back to the game. Okay. If you were coaching that game, would Barry Sanderson not have played some zone defense? I probably would have had to just okay. because of okay. because of yeah. foul trouble and uh, because we couldn't defend uh, the big boy inside who hurt his ankle but came back obviously and uh, played really well in the second half. So we have a hard time guarding the paint. There's no doubt about that, Joe. Have we ever lost to a team where we had that much more athletic superiority to since he's been at Alabama? I couldn't. I couldn't go back and think about all the games, but uh, well, the, the ones we lost, they average they average twelve threes made a game. Yeah, but don't athleticism and basketball players sometimes are totally different things. Like you got some guys they there are. that really they know are. how to play and move the ball, run great stuff, shoot the basketball extremely well. Uh, they make free throws, although they. Uh, you know, they got to the line 29 times, 21 for 29. So just because you're athletic doesn't mean you're a good basketball player. And Alabama's got a lot of good basketball players. But, I mean, that's... that's Well, Wimp Wimp said it. Wimp said we'd win 9 out of 10 on a neutral floor. We would. Yeah. We would, but still, what's it going to take for this guy? And I I, I talked to you all about this last year. What's it going to take for him to play some zone defense? 
What I don't think he, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, you you play what you have won with, and what you think is best for your team. They got to, uh, and I think I think I don't know that he. They don't uh, know. I, I just don't think he believes in it. Now, if you'd played play Creighton zone and they shot the lights out of it, we would have said, why in the world is he in zone defense against Creighton? That's just part well, of it. It'd be the opposite of this, Barry. If he goes zone and they make three out of six, you go back man. <laughs> well, you have to. You, you, have to, Barry, you can you talk never... all day, all of you can. You have to contest shots if you want to cut down on, on the shooting percentage of your opponent. That's what, what you have yeah. to do. You and they don't go out of Alabama has a hard time, as Barry said, defending inside as well. So um, you can play zone, and you can contest out of the zone if you know how to play zone. Zone is not zone is not a job where you loaf. Zone is if you play zone correctly and know your coverages, it's as hard as man, diff, as difficult as man. I can remember when David Hobbs had the X's on the floor. I watched y'all practice one day, and y'all played somebody wimp. In the conference, and the opposing coach made them take the X's off the floor. The little X's you had out there. Do you yeah, remember that, Wimp? No, I don't. Sorry. Yeah, I remember that. But how do four coaches sit over there during that game, watching that playground game, and not go to a zone defense at least? For five minutes, I cannot understand in my life. Craig's, Craig's got good good shooting skills. They, they they shoot it well. They have shot it well all year. They're the leading, you know. It's a big it's a big nation, and they're the leading three point shooting team in the nation with with three points made per game. Alabama's made eleven per game. They've made twelve per game. Kentucky's made ten per game. Well, Wimp, let me ask you this. Give me a professional answer here. How easy is it to prepare for us when we play nothing but man defense going into every game? How well, you easy? Just, just spend all your time. That's the, I don't know. You call it easier. It, it, you don't. You, you don't have to work on on your zone offense because you're probably you're not going to see their zone defense. So yeah. it's not. You just have to work and, very very hard we, to, to do a good job. And you have and you have to look. People play differently. I played I differently. I played the shooter shot in the Pacers' pass. That's what I did. There, they they anybody on the team is able to shoot it. That's fine. That, that they because they are they recruit really well because everybody that comes to the school thinks they can shoot a three, and you know they just had a bad day and and uh, they don't defend real well inside. So that, that's that's where it goes. Do y'all agree that we'll never go to the next level until we start playing zone defense? What is the so, what is the next level? They just won the I SC, they, just won the, they just won the SEC regular season tournament Barry, last year. Pass, pass the Switch six six six. Yeah, we were the number one but seed I don't, last year. But were they but they were so they were good enough to do it. So one game against uh older San Diego State team means what? What does that mean? That, that where they can't go to the next level? They just won the Barry, SEC regular season and tournament. It's every year he's been here. Let's don't single out San Diego well, State. Let's well, don't, I'm just let's saying, I, 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 you know, it, it happened. It happened to me, 
And I think I think the two things that people don't understand is that the the seating where you're seated is is very very big. They had a yes. I did have a one. I had a two one time. Outside of that, I had nines and tens. We right. did a really good job of playing and winning the first two games. Very good uh, job. And we had, and we did a very poor. We did we worked our fannies off for the third game. Um, as hard as we could work, no more so than we did for the first two games. We worked and worked and worked trying to get ready. We were live legged because we didn't practice them hard, but we act and 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 we didn't we didn't succeed. So you know, I'm I'm a failure at that. Well, it's not about you, Will. You did a great job. This is about him, and he has not been an eight or nine seed. No, but no. he might have been one time, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, put it, I, I mean, well, if, numbers if, don't if lie. they've got to do anything, Joe, is they have to retain the right players so that you can't every year be turning your roster over. So you only bring back three guys. You got guys going to Arizona and different play for different reasons. I know they had the Brandon Miller situation. They had the guys, but to have only three guys come back but still recruit a roster that can go and do this is impressive, but if they could retain more of the guys and not lose so many guys, it's not like you're rebuilding every year. But I just – when you play this tough schedule and then everybody forgets that you won the SEC last year, uh, that, that's that's what's, I guess, what, what have you done for me lately, I guess. They're going to start off in the SEC, uh, Joe, with wins. They have a game I don't have in front of me, but they open up at Vanderbilt. But they play Mississippi State is is one of the first road games who's up and down as, as they can be. Um, they play South Carolina at home, which is, is a good game for them to win. So they're going to be off to, I think, fourth or fifth game, maybe an Auburn game. I, have, I don't have it in front of me. But the, our, Vanderbilt's the opener. And I, now, what, what, you, what they're thinking is, or what you're thinking is, among the coaching staff is this tough these tough schedules have made us a lot better when we get ready to the, for the league that's that's the belief in playing tough games um my belief was to my belief was to have a good attitude when you got in the league <laughs> so well, joe i uh, i do agree with you i think you have to have some zone defense especially for this team as thin as you are inside you're going you're going to have to be able to change it up a little bit and especially when you get in foul trouble and you can't guard the paint one on one, you're gonna have to guard it in the zone. I, I do agree with you on that. So uh, I say, hey, that's why I call. That's Thank what you. I wanted to hear. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Two men in a truck there at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, no problem. Let the professionals handle it. If you just need stuff moved around the house, they can come out and help you there as well. 205-247-5050. That's two men in a truck. Movers, who care? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, Major Wreck 2059 eastbound near mile marker 86 before the Mercedes exit, major lane blockage and delays. We understand there is an overturned vehicle involved. As a result, US 11 is also backed up headed toward Mercedes. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. It's time to ring in the new year right. Bama, a winner over the Georgia It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. 
Our coverage starts at 1 on New Year's Day on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Hey, Jen. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southernwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want it. I'll get right to the Yellowwood hotline. He uh, is a radio personality uh, in the Southeast. Obviously, been assistant football coach at Florida State and Ole Miss. Joins us every Monday. Coach Max Howell. Good morning, Max. How are you? Hey, Max. Good. Great, guys. How y'all this morning? We're good. Go ahead, Dad. Uh, uh have we not just completely had an overflow in transfer deals to where it's almost it's almost a joke to me um you know now they they're trying to uh be able to transfer again twice uh, we've had right. it, and then we have the, the judges involved in it 27th day of December and now they're trying to return what the judge said it, it's uh we we I think we've hurt college football you you can say what you want to well, you know, Coach, when they passed the rule, we talked about this before, they put no boundaries on it. You know I mean? We go back to the guys that, you know, pushed it through. And maybe they knew or maybe they didn't. I don't know. But uh, the fact is, I don't see how the coaches keep up with it, to tell you the truth. I mean, I know they look at the roster at the end of the season. They go try to pick out some kids. But I, I, last number I saw, right after the date, uh, what, a 15th of December or whatever, somewhere around there, uh, it was like 2,000 kids in there. And, and you know it's, it's, it's going to be a you know an overglut. We know that, but I don't believe it'll be two thousand transfers. Uh, then what happens to the ones that don't? Do they get a chance to go back or not, or they have to sit out a year? I mean, it's just it's just full of holes. And, you know, those that those that manipulated uh, under the present conditions, those are the ones that will win. Those that can't, they'll fall by the wayside. Uh, Max, I think it sounds like to me Ole Miss uh, is doing a great job in the portal. People talking about he could possibly have his best team ever uh, next year. And and I think they've picked up a couple of kids from Tennessee. Uh, he's in, enjoying kind of poking people on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. But uh, he seems to kind of figured out uh, how to make it work at Ole Miss going for his 11th win uh, in the bowl game. Just to talk what's happening over there. Well, guys, that's the only way they could ever, you know, get close to the championship. We talked about that before. They don't have the facilities. To, they, you know, they don't have the numbers, the dollar volume uh, from the contribution from alumni. Ole Miss doesn't have all that. I mean, I, I worked in the administrative office over there. I can tell you about the numbers that they've got, how many people contribute, how much money they make. But the fact is, is they, in fact, until the portal came along, I made the statement they would never win a national championship because the, the, the bigger schools – the Alabama's and LSU's and now the Texas and Oklahoma, they're going to keep getting bigger because they got the funds to, to expand. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Kentucky, those guys don't. And, uh, and, in fact, I think there was a report somewhere out that, that even with the, the complete expansion of other conferences, maybe the Big Ten and the SEC, that they were maybe thinking about a subdivision of Division One, like it used to be, one and one double A, uh, for those schools that can compete. I don't know whether that'll ever come about or not, but the fact is, is 
they are at a disadvantage. Lane Kiffin's found a way to circumvent that with the numbers that are out there. And it, uh, look, he brought in 18 to 19 kids lay, off of last year's team, and I think about eight or ten of them played most of the time. If you got them, he's going to look like he's going to get them, got them 10 wins at least, and if they get 11, it'll be the most in the history of the school in one season. So, yeah, he's done it. I'm sure there's some others out there that are, you know, getting close to it. But uh, that's, that is the reality of what we got today. And like I say, we can like it. I don't like it. But the fact is, that's the way it's working. The guys that have figured it out, they go with. Well, it was, it was a bad question to start with because that, that's exactly right. I mean, that was stupid on my part to even ask it because that, that, that's the rule we got. We're going we're gonna to have to, to live with it. Um. The uh, the Michigan situation is this way, uh, based on the sending people to watch games and so forth. And that was that was that's illegal. I'm gonna argue that with anybody. Coach decided to hire somebody from Michigan to really get an inside look at what Michigan does with their blocking schemes. Um, I don't, and I think he did it because it was easy to do. Plus, he knew the coach. Plus. You can comment on that if you want to, because everybody's yeah. talking about Alabama, Michigan. Go ahead. Well, it is. I mean, you look, the Mississippi State comes in with Lenny, and he takes a linebacker coach to, from Alabama over to there, and that, that job comes open. It just so happens Michigan had a guy that was either leaving or contemplating leaving. Coach Saban offered him a job, and here he comes. Uh, I don't know anything illegal about that. It's the fact is, I know it, you know, it, it, it questions in some people's minds, particularly Michigan fans. But the fact is, they did it. And, uh, Alabama, I think, you know, they'll gain from that, that inside knowledge about how the defense lines up and how the blocking schemes work and what about the secondary coverage and that kind of stuff. That's just a, a leg up. And Coach, don't tell me anybody else in the country that had that same opportunity would have done that. Uh, I, I don't see it. Well, nobody else in the country is that smart. <laughs> That's probably true. That's exactly right. He's, and Coach Saban looks for those little things, you know, that can keep his program alive and, and improve it, and it was working for him. Uh, I, I was thinking this morning about that. I would, I know it's very confidential, but I'd, I'd be interested to see what they had to pay him. Uh, he's probably the highest paid coach of the staff for this year uh, in this last month. So, uh, anyway, it's all the, you know, it, it's, it's out there on the board. And, uh, the line, if you've noticed, the line dropped from four and a half to one, one and a half, I believe. Now, uh, to me, that's a, no more than a pickup game. And I think they wanted Alabama's money to get that. They got it. And uh, I think it's, it looks like to me it's going to be Alabama, Texas. Yeah. That ain't that ain't good. <laughs> Not in Houston. Well, well, I know, but the other side of that, how many times we've said this a hundred times? It's hard to beat a team twice in the same year. Okay. Max, when you have this much time, uh, and of course you have a system in place, um, and I don't know how much you add. Uh, you know, some people say, well, we're going to do what got us here. Some people say, look, we've been so over scouted. Uh, we're going to put some wrinkles in here. Is there an advantage uh, for the offense, the defense with this much time? Uh, I know. Uh, I keep hearing all these people say, oh, they did something we hadn't seen offensively, but we made adjustments. I think Alabama talks about that, about Georgia, when they played them after the first series that went and made adjustments. How much do you right. change if you're in this Final Four? These other teams are just trying to figure out who's going to play. Uh, it's probably not a lot of time right. to change. What, what, what do you do here as far as adding? I think what it amounts to, Barry, 
is is your personnel. How good is your personnel? And, you know, Coach Saban and his staff has done an outstanding job in recruiting those guys to get them there. Uh, how much they've improved. They break all the tapes back down during, the, during this 28 days. They got to prepare, find out what the mistakes were against what defenses. Uh, then I think they make the adjustments. Uh, and I, it's not, rarely is it, you know, maybe one or two uh, different twists, maybe something out of a foot formation or something unusual that you wouldn't necessarily prepare for. Uh, that's the, I know when I was at Florida State, the only adjustments we ever made, we put in a couple of plays off the foot formation. Uh, we put it on our own 29. One time I lined up the foot, did a former call the foot, Ruski against us. We did it was at, at Clemson. And, uh, they were up 20. I think they were up 21 20. Two minutes to go, we read it down to Leroy Butler, read it down to the three, uh, about the three or four yard line. He gave out. We kicked the field goal, 123-21. But just little stuff like that uh, is about all you can. You can't go change your whole offense, you know, and, and do that. But I, I go back to my original statement. I think it's all about your personnel. How good are they? You you know, you readjust what, what the mistakes that were made against what defenses. You have all that on your cards, for, you know, for practice every day. And, uh, you just you try to get better uh, on what you do, but still, put, maybe put in a wrinkle or two. See, you can't tell, you know, if on a big play like that, or particularly early in the ball game, then sometimes that'll rattle the other side, rattle the defense. Well, if they did this, what else is coming? Uh, just a hesitation on a you know uh, on a pass play or a defensive uh, lineman, a linebacker make a wrong step, and you got to score out of that. So a lot of things go into it. But you got plenty of time to prepare for it. Yeah. Uh, rumors out on X or Twitter that uh, a lot of Florida State guys talking about getting in the portal over NIL uh, or putting out, hey, I need to make this much. Well, Florida State, <laughs> is, is that a type of program that can uh, do good in the NIL uh, area? Do they have a lot of money around that program to try to keep the guys that they got and also go out and, and get guys and compete with people like the SEC? They had it. They had it at one time, Barry. But you remember the coaches that have come through that since Coach Bowden retired, uh, starting with Jimbo, with you know, with, with, with you know the guy from South Florida. I mean, they they had a they've had a rough go to Norvell got there. I'm not saying they don't have it, but getting them to come up with it is a different thing. That program is really different from a lot of programs in the country. Uh, those outside guys control a lot more of the program itself, the day the day by day operations of that program. That the administration does. Few people know that, but I can tell you, I, I was there. I know how much it, those guys have. Now, not of it's all, not all bad. Don't get me wrong, because a lot of it, without that outside help, they, you know, they'd never be able to get where they got down. Remember, that was a girls' school 30, 40 years ago, because uh, Coach Bowden really got there and turned it around. And so, you know, there's plenty of business and plenty of people in the state that support that program, but they, they, they do, they're cautious now. Uh, they feel like they got burned after Coach Bowden retired. They were in favor of some some of the decisions that were made for that school, and the, and the seasons reflect that. Go back and look at the one loss record over the last ten years. So uh, after they won the championship with Jameis Winston and Jimbo, then uh, they had done, they had not been too strong since then. I do think it's a possibility with Louisville they can come back with it, but uh, right now I don't know how much they can compete uh, with you know with the big schools. Do you think we'll see a lot of surprises on Wednesday? Um, you know, 
a lot of these guys are trying to get uh, to wherever they're going here in January. You got uh, Auburn bringing a lot of guys down there this particular weekend. You, when you got this NIL money involved, I, I think there's going to be a lot of shocks uh, come Wednesdays with guys flipping at the last second. There's going to be a lot of stories come out here in the year or two. Hey, I never got what I was promised I would get because uh, it's all just yep. – word of mouth right now and what <laughs> what I tell you and what you hear sometimes is two different things but do you think we'll see a uh, mass chaos come Wednesday with signing date? I think a lot of it's going to be but guys the, the ones that make the move the quarterbacks particularly that move from one school to another look they've been recruited regardless of what the rule says they've been recruited all along but it's just like recruiting a high school kid you know they've got three they, they may have committed to one school uh, then they, somebody moves in at the end that they flip them and, uh, you know, it, it, it bring them over. I do I look for a lot of that. I, the, the money's going to cause some of that anyway. We know that. It, 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 another thing, because of the structure of the money that's sat, sat out there, nobody really knows. Nobody knows how much Ole Miss has got in the kitty. Nobody knows how much Alabama's got. I mean, there, there are rumors out there. We know. But I, I'm telling you guys, it's uh, – that that has put a whole new wrinkle in the recruiting process. It to be the guys that have suffered that the good high school players. Yeah, that. Um, Washington and and Texas. Okay. I think if, if both, I think if both Texas and Alabama win, and I don't know if they will, but I think that's a very very tough football game for Alabama. And the reason I believe oh, I that. Yeah, I believe that is the offensive coordinator and the head coach at Texas. Sure, knows exactly what Alabama does defensively. I mean, I know, I know, people have to do it, not what you do. It's who does it. I understand, but right. uh, they he'll have he'll have pass routes that'll be hard to cover. Oh yeah, he will. It, it'll. I mean, it'll be. A, I think it'll be a well coached football game, and I, I think if the wood mistake he calls, you know, cause the team to win or lose. I think it's going to boil down to performance. Uh, you know, who makes the fewest mistakes? You can't turn it over. You can't throw a pick. All those things that causes a team to, to get off track. And, yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm thinking Alabama, the reason I like Alabama that more than because they've been there so many times. This is, a, what, this is the first time Texas has been in 14, 15 years. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, regardless of what Sarkis has been able to accomplish, which he's raised the value of that program yeah. tremendously. Yeah, it changes, it changes old Max Winston Houston House. Well, I'm sure it does, Coach, but I'm telling you, they still got to play them on the field. Now, I know okay. officiating, you know, can cause some things, you know, can, can cause momentum change. Uh, but the fact is that I, when this game, when that game starts, to me, the most critical part of that game is how the how the back officials call pass interference. Well, it'll they be free, it'll, it'll, it, yeah, but it, it's just a, it's just a the kind of atmosphere that you want to have there. It'll be three to one in ticket sales. Yeah, uh, te- the ones well, that Alabama has to buy, Texas will give enough money where they'll stay home watching on TV. <laughs> That's true. I'm saying all that, but you know they still got to do it on the field. Yeah, and I think okay. you know the team is confident and is best prepared. Is up with that. Well, it may not even come to that. I don't just ask. Well, it might though. I mean, I you know it just and then how does Texas win if they can get a win over Washington? I think the line's four and a half, so that's almost still a pick them. Uh, if they could get a win over Washington, then what does that take out of them? You know, how much do they have to really put into that 
effort. They can, I don't think they can look forward to Alabama. All right. All right. Let me ask you one. Yeah. Let me ask you one more. Let me ask you one more. Does Nick Saban, Barry and I have discussed this, I think. Does Nick Saban have a group watching, watch, uh, stu- studying and breaking Washington down? That's what Coach oh, Bryant would do. And a group oh, watching down. Texas yeah. and breaking them down. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. he's got like 40 people off, you know, off campus, I mean, off out of his staff, yeah. you know, that never go on the field. But that's what those guys do. They take every play against every, you know, the whole season, yeah. break them down. They got a chart sheet on that. And, uh, and they'll be ready. I mean, I don't think it's any doubt. Uh, they're, look, he's a master at planning. Uh, I, I mean, not only on his, in his football program, but in his business, in his business uh, acumen, too. I mean, he's doing pretty well off the field with his business. His uh, interest, and uh, I think that goes, goes, you know, day by day exactly what he does on the football field as well. Well, Barry mentioned a minute ago, Auburn quarterback situation is pretty stupid. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, I mean, you will keep this one guy and not bring in a, a – maybe they will. Yeah. Because you, just one factor, injury is a big factor, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Well, the other side of that, we don't know, Coach. You know, that may be something he's keeping under his hat. Because, you know, the word got out, he was after Wood, and don't tell the U.S. would be going after him. Or uh, the guy, you know, got the school, if he's trying to leave, may change their mind and, you know, up his money or whatever. Uh, I think part of that is he's, he's – Hugh Breeze is pretty astute when it comes to things like that. I mean, he, I don't think he's laid all his cards on the table. I would have to guess he's going to bring in one or two quarterbacks. I mean, he acts uh, like he's – Comfortable with Peyton Thorne as the starter, just says we got to get some better people around him. I, 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 I'll be trying to find uh, better than Peyton Thorne, but uh, he knows yep. his team better than me. But I, you know, you see all these guys like USC's five star guy. He's in the portal. All the backups are in the portal. Is quarterback depth right. going to be a problem at all these universities now? Because everybody's trying to go be where they can be a starter now. So it's spreading the quarterbacks out all over uh, the country. These these backup guys, man, it's going there's going to be a pretty big drop off between your starter and your backup, don't you think, Max? Barry, don't you think it already is? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, look at let's let's look at Alabama. Do you tell me if Melrose goes down? I mean, they need to go to a single wing, put a tackle back there, let them run it. I'm telling you, it's, they, I don't see much hope. And it's out way almost everywhere. Look what happened to Florida State when they went down. You saw the, the two backups. They won the game, but the team looked like a different team. Uh, so I think that's a common – and I, I really – I hate to keep going back, but the things that we did with Coach Bowden at Florida State, we were right there where Alabama is today. We played the championships almost every year. And the fact is, it was all about recruiting. And he would say in a staff meet, we come in, and that'll be with Dion and Leroy Butler and all those great guys that went over the NFL. He'd say, guys, if you want to keep winning, you better go find somebody who can replace them. And that's, that was the key. Every, every starting of every year with our recruiting base, that we got to find those kind of kids to come in. And, and, and the quarterback situation to me is even more important. That, uh, that we get two guys on defense. Yeah, I think that's why you can't, you know, I know what the, the judge said to get in. You want to let these guys transfer as many times as they want. Uh, now, but if a guy's transferred once, uh, Max, I'm going to give you the one. If you graduate, you can transfer anytime you want. But, uh, sure. you know, this thing going to court now, uh, the judge ruling the favor, letting these guys go whenever. I mean, you can't run football programs like that. Whatever happened to education? Do we care about these guys well, think, getting degrees anymore? 
But see, they don't. But you know what? Those, those guys have to care a little bit about it too, Barry. They're the ones throwing their life away. If you got, I know they're young and you know ambitious, but ninety-nine percent of all that transfer around is get a position to play, so they go to the NFL. That's that's what you know. That's what's all. And I, look, I'll go back to you one more time. When when they changed the scholarship rule from four years to one year, they put the kids in advantage, not the coaches. The coaches thought that was going to give them advantage. If they made a mistake in recruiting, they could move the kid on, send him somewhere else, and get him out of that program. But what they did, they flipped that on them. Now, you get a superstar out there, or, or a five-star, let's say, coming in. He's a backup kid, uh, like the kid in Texas. I mean, he's transferred to number two quarterback's transfer because no large man is going to be the quarterback next year. Uh, so, you know, there's all kind of things that play into that. But I still say it, it hold to it. When they change the rule of a four-year scholarship to a one-year, that just opened the door yeah. uh, for the kids. Yeah. Well, Max, we appreciate it. I guess we won't talk to you next Monday. You'll be opening presents and uh, hanging out with the family. <laughs> but uh, maybe we can catch you another day next week as we get closer to these bowl games. And, that, and people don't, you know, don't decide whether a league was any good based on how you do in the bowls. Half these players don't even want to be there uh, other than the That's final four. True. So, yeah. Uh, I got in that same conversation at another show the other day. And, you know, to me, they ought to just extend the contract. If it's a one-year deal until, quote, the season's over or extend it to January 30th. Yeah. Uh, the reason they're doing stuff now because, they, you know, they make explicit uh, uh, wordage in that contract play to the end of the season. And they take that and interpret that as a regular, you know, 12-game season. When it's over, they can come and go as they please. I think they could solve that by just extending it to a date or till the end of the bowl season. There you go. Max, we appreciate you. Merry hey, Christmas. Max, have a good Christmas. Thank you. All right, same to you guys here. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Max. Bye-bye. All right, there's Max Howell breaking it down for us. I right, would take the break. Open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9 SC Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, Major Wreck 2059 eastbound near mile marker 86 before the Mercedes exit, major lane blockage and delays. We understand there is an overturned vehicle involved. As a result, US 11 is also backed up headed toward Mercedes. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. The Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and breezy at times today. The high 55. Clear and turning colder tonight. The low 26. Tomorrow and Wednesday, a good supply of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow 48. The high Wednesday in the middle 50s at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 Three degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Score! Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I want to thank Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it then believe me, you don't want it. All right, there's somebody in sports that's getting on my nerves. I'm going to tell you who that is when we get back. I mean, really getting on my nerves. Y'all have anybody that gets on your nerves? Justin, you have anybody that gets on your nerves? Uh, I'd say my siblings maybe every now and then. <laughs> Does Stephen A. Smith get on your nerves sometimes? 
Steve, oh, um, Stephen A. And who, Smith. Skip Bayless. Skip, oh, yeah, he gets my, But I got somebody else's, and they're in the SEC, and they they, they are getting on my nerves. I'm going to tell you who that is when we get back from break. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the album of sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, Major Wreck 2059 eastbound near mile marker 86 before the Mercedes exit, major lane blockage and delays. We understand there is an overturned vehicle involved. As a result, US 11 is also backed up headed toward Mercedes. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Check out Sunday's action from Week 15 in the NFL. The Bills get a big win over the Cowboys, 31 to 10. Buffalo's at eight and six. Dallas falls to ten and four, but they do clinch a playoff spot before the game. Sunday night it was the Ravens over the Jaguars in Jacksonville, 23 to seven. Baltimore's 11 and three. They've clinched a playoff spot. Jacksonville falls to eight and six. Fortinators no trouble beating the Cardinals on the road, 45 29. San Francisco's 11 and three. They wrap up the NFC West title. Dolphins shut off the Jets, 30 to nothing. Miami's at ten and four. Chiefs hold off the. Patriots for a 27-17 road win. Kansas City's 9-5. Cleveland 9-5 after the Browns hold off the Bears for a 20-17 win. Texans over the Titans in Tennessee, 19-16 in overtime. Houston's at 8-6. Buccaneers are 7-7. They go into Green Bay, beat the Packers 34-20. Rams are 7-7 after beating the Commanders 28-20. Saints are 7-7. They beat the Giants 24-6. And the Falcons lose to the Panthers 9-7. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. Andrew Kniffer, he's my Allstate insurance agent. Andrew takes great care of me. Let him do the same for you. Time to make that change. Andrew's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Uh, give them a call, 205-722-9201. They can run a quote for you. Uh, they can look at what you currently have, see if you have enough coverage, or maybe you have too much, and you need to back it up a little bit and save you some money there. But let Andrew and his staff give you some advice. 205-722-9201. Before we get to Andrew Kniffer Hotline and get Philip in, this person is getting on my nerves. They are so arrogant and cocky, and I'm tired of seeing them in the media Kim Mulkey is getting on my nerves. She is so cocky, uh, and she loves to get in front of the media, and they ask about a little girl that's was suspended. Oh, my goodness. Do y'all like Kim Mulkey? I mean, I think she's a good basketball coach, but she is cocky. Uh, Dad, you a Kim Mulkey fan? Not really, but I don't really know her. You know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you form opinions by just watching I them. think she's a good coach, but... Yeah. She's on no one. I don't really don't know. Do you, Justin, do you keep up with her at all? From what I've seen, the 
interactions about Angel Reese when she was out, and then the most recent one you're talking about, Barry. Um, yeah, I think about she's the a good, NIL money. The NIL. Is, yeah, I, there's nothing she's wrong cocky. with being nice and just being honest when you're talking to the media. Yeah, so. she tries to be the show. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. She likes to dress flashy, but maybe it's just me. All right, get to the Andrew Kniffer hotline. Get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. I thought you were going to say Charles Barkley. I'm almost tired of him. I like Barkley. Yeah. I like Barkley. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I hate Alabama stuff. Oh, yeah, he you just know. has to say that. Because he, he don't yeah. really believe that. He loves Saban. Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate him for that. Um, I'll tell you who, what I, I was after the game the other night. I, I was ticked off. But anyway. One play that I remember the other night that I was sort of everybody was sort of standing around, and that was when uh, <clears throat> uh Wagu Wagi got the ball uh, kind of early in the possession. He ended up with it, and he he did a lot of dribbling. He dribbled past half court, kept dribbling, kept dribbling, you know, and then all of a sudden he's under the goal and threw up a layup that didn't go in, and that that play to me was a little bit disturbing how a guy like that could handle the ball that long in that type of a game and everybody was just sort of standing around. Um, then Nick Nick Pringle left his feet three times and came down on top of people. That's three fouls right there. Uh, on the Sears play, I think he panicked. I think Alabama was looking to try to get a, um, uh, a basket and a foul. That's what I well, think. sometimes, uh, and I don't remember exactly, I think, just there were 16 seconds. You, if you're down three, sometimes you if you take a bad three and it doesn't go in, the game's almost over. If you go in and get you a quick two, this clock stops. Mm-hmm. You can foul, and then they got to make both free throws. Then you can take the three or whatever. So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a problem going for a two with 16 seconds down three. I don't think you got to. But he shot the ball, though, with three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying one. That was he, a problem. Yeah, that's true. True. Um, I tell you what, another thing too. I, I think it may be time to to shake up the lineup a bit. Um, you may think I'm crazy, but I think that might be a possibility to go with uh, Pringle, Griffin, uh, Jared Stevenson, Sears, and the shocker is uh, Cosby at the at a wing, and bring Grant off the bench a little bit. Um. Dad, would you shake up the line? I, I wouldn't panic after losing a three-point game at uh, at Creighton and losing. You know, these guys have earned this spot. I don't, unless somebody's not playing hard or not, they're going to have to come up with ways. Uh, and I didn't watch it that close. Do they, Dad? Do you ever see them post to post trap or trap the post, Alabama? Uh, they no, gotta they get, don't. They got to get some help down there. No, they so, don't trap the post. So they're going to have to trap the post or play some zone. They're going to do some things to protect the post guys. Then for Wagyu to foul out in seven minutes, I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. I tell you, I tell you another thing too, Barry. I think that that, that I wish as a fan that I, I wanted the staff sort of thinking about this now. I think Diabate is a guy that could help out, and he's six seven. He's got a good frame. He's got kind of a mean streak. I like him. But I think they may be regretting uh, red-sharing Chris Parker right now. Parker's a heck of an athlete. I think that may be something that they, right at this time, could be really regretting. 
Well, I mean, if they think he can help them, they'd pull it off. Uh, they're not that deep into this. They haven't played a conference game. So if he's a guy that they feel mm-hmm. like uh, can play enough minutes to justify playing him, then they they won't worry about that red shirt. They'll pull They'll be right. fine when the league starts. Yeah, so it's just – Man, I hope you're right, Will. You've been saying that. I hope you're right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're not going to lose any games. You've got you've got uh, they've got six good basketball teams in the state in the in the conference, and you've got eight who you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they play LSU and Mississippi State twice, and Florida twice. That's six wins right there. And then they but and then they've got they've got uh, they've got Tennessee, which let's just say that's a split. And um, you know LSU is going to be certainly two wins and. Auburn will be, if nothing worse, probably a split. So they're okay. I mean, in the league, they'll be somewhere. They'll pick fifth, and that's probably about right for them. Yeah, you, you got to do Dad's formula. You got to win your home games. All right, win your home games. If you can win them all, great. And then you got to pick up three or four on the road. You do that, then you're going to be in the NCAA tournament with a good seed. So you got to take care of business at home. And then still, still a few on the road. Uh, they got to get some quality wins though as well. Right now. Uh, I don't know what their best win is, but they played. So, uh, what the one thing that will help them, and I did, I didn't do like, I didn't schedule like this. I scheduled North Carolina some people, without, not to. But the one thing that will help them, even though in losing, when the committee gets down there and they try to figure out the last few people in the NCAA tournament, because of the toughness of the schedule, Correct. they would have a better chance of getting in. After all, that's what you play three months for to have an opportunity to play for a national championship. And that's what you try to do. Well, I understand. I, I know. I just, I'm ready for a quality win. Um, I'm just, well, like don't, well, don't, don't expect to get one Wednesday. I'm not. I'm definitely not. But, but I'd love to wake up Thursday morning, seeing a W in the, the top. Yeah, I can tell you that. I guess right you, you can't win it if you don't play it, but uh, that's going to be yeah. tough. It's gonna be tough. You know, if I'm if I'm uh, that foreign kid down there at Auburn, I'm worried. There's no way. There's no way he's not gonna bring in a quarterback. <laughs> well, I don't maybe he's trying to make sure he stays and uh you know Oh, he's going anywhere. You wouldn't think, but um Ashford's gone. Yeah. How about this grinder kid? Is he good? I I didn't watch enough of him this year to even know. I, I don't I even know if I remember. Yeah, I don't know if I even remember him t- seeing him take a snap. Uh, but you know, like like next year with the, with the portal, you got the SEC championship game next year is December seventh. On December twentieth and twenty first, you've got the four college campus games. You know, on campus, the thirty first and the first. You've got the quarterfinals. The ninth and the tenth, you've got the semifinals. And then the finals are going to be on the 19th of January. So that portal next year, let's say that portal starts around the 5th or 6th, you know, and, and the portal's going to be kind of strange next year. Well, you ain't going to have that many teams playing, it, but it's going to be hard for those teams. Like right now, you know what? What's Ty Simpson going to do? Is he going to the portal? Is he staying staying in Alabama? Uh, you haven't heard anything. Man, we just right don't now. know yet. Yeah, but he's. But I respect uh, if he does go. I respect the fact that he's hasn't done it and he's going to stick it here and then and then see what happens. Uh, we may hear it, but he may stay. Uh, who knows? But uh, I think he's mm-hmm. handled it properly. But his dad's a 
coach. He probably knows how to handle it. But if he's thinking about leaving, they're probably working behind the scenes to figure out the best place for him to go. But hopefully he'll stay and um, and ride it out. We'll, we'll what see. about the offensive lineman that thought about transferring? What was the deal there? Mm-hmm. I sure am glad he came back. He's a good player. I, when I read that he was portal, I couldn't believe it. I think yes. they probably said well, something yeah. goes on behind the scenes. You, yeah. you, they they look at the they look Philip. They look at yeah. money that the guy next to him is getting, and a lot of a lot of stuff that you get is hearsay, and hearsay will run your butt off faster than anything because you believe it, and stuff like that. To, oh, yeah. to where, to I, where you I think they got the eraser out and erased whatever the first number was and put sure. another, another number down and said, "Now, do you still want to get in the portal?" Yeah. And he said, "Excuse me, what's that number say?" Yeah, that's what that says. Not not in not in in Alabama's program particularly, but in in a lot of programs, there's a lot of disgruntled coaches trying to get the money up and talk. And there's a lot of and and being disgruntled with other coaches coming in trying to get their guys. And there's a lot of disgruntled people, players, and parents because of that. We don't hear about it. We don't talk about it on talk radio show. And there's certainly not, probably not that much at Alabama because of coach, but it's there and it's it's a it's a confusing thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Real you. life thank real life Steve. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. All right, uh we'll get to yeah, I think that kid was going and they said we don't need to lose him and they said get the eraser out and put another number down there. It's just me speculating. He said, Meh. I think I'll stay. Uh, moving's overrated. All right. Uh, Wayne's Pest Control, some over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 to get $60 off your initial Pest control service. We'll get to Doug Bell next. List of Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. It's time to ring in the new year right. Bama, a winner over the Georgia Bulldogs, claiming the SEC title. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 on New Year's Day on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and breezy at times today, the high 55. Clear and turning colder tonight, the low 26. Tomorrow and Wednesday, a good supply of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow, 48. The high Wednesday in the middle 50s at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I want to thank... Uh, Great Southernwood being a great sponsor, not only in the first hour, but also in the second hour. All right, we'll get right to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's with PGA Tour Radio, PGA Tour Live, CBS Sports. Joins us every Monday, our main man, Doug Bell. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach. Merry Christmas. I'm doing great. Uh, looking forward to what should be a fun week leading to Christmas, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Um, Doug, we've got uh, a disgruntled society and everything just about now from <laughs> here in the states to across the, across the water. It's, it's, everybody's disgruntled about everything, especially, and I bring that up, especially about the LIV and and. And yeah, I'd like to know exactly what's going on without having to ask you a bunch of questions. Just tell me what's going on with the LIV versus the PGA, please. Is, is the commissioner going to get fired and we got more money? Just the whole deal. <laughs> just just tell us. Well, here it is in a nutshell. You know, December 31st is the deadline. It was back uh, in May where, you know, they had the handshake agreement with LIV, the PIF, the Public Investment Fund, and the PGA Tour. Let's Let's – Stop the lawsuits. Let's get together. Let's negotiate. So that's continued. Uh, December 31st is the deadline, so we're we're literally two weeks away. And here's the latest. It broke last week, Mark Schleybaugh, ESPN. Uh, the PGA Tour is negotiating with the Strategic Sports Group, which is a group of billionaires like Arthur Blank, who owns the Falcons, um, John Henry, who owns the Red Sox, a number of other uh, rich billionaires who own sports teams. And they've agreed to uh, to join forces with the PGA Tour, call it PGA Tour Enterprises. And Liv, the PIF, would be the third partner. Uh, the PGA Tour would still control 51% or more. Uh, this PGA Tour Enterprise that I just mentioned, Strategic Sports Group, would uh, immediately put in $3 billion. Uh, PIF would put in their share, and then the PGA Tour would divvy up that money with a portion of it uh, going to current PGA Tour players who held their ground and did not go to live when they had the opportunity. Uh, so that's where we are. From everything, you know, talking to people, they won't be able to wrap it up by the 31st. So they're probably going to have an extension. But that's where we are. The PGA Tour will have this influx of money. And um, So I'm going to butt in and just say to you, this is, this is yeah. to keep people from going to the LIV anymore. Is that correct? Well, well, yeah. And, and what, what's going to happen um, is Liv will agree to have 72 hole tournaments instead of 54 hole tournaments. Um, they will start getting world ranking points. And then the mm -hmm. schedule for 2024 guys is already set. But I think in 2025, what is going to ultimately happen is that uh, Liv players who left and are now suspended by the PGA Tour, this is in two years, will be given some. Uh, respite to come back. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll serve some sort of suspension or whatever. They'll be allowed to come back and we'll have crossover tournaments in 2025. So LIV is sort of one. Yeah. I mean, I think John Rahm, I, I think in 2025, we'll see tournaments wherever they may be in the United States or globally and live will be combined with the PGA tour. And those will be the signature events. You know, for example, in 2024, we had these eight signature events, which involved the top 70 guys in the world. Uh, and that was all based on last year's FedEx Cup points. But I think in 2025, I think everything will be forgiven and we'll have a crossover of tours. And again, the PGA Tour, as we know it now, uh, will, will look a little bit different. But I, 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 and I think Liv will continue doing their thing. But by the way, Liv, they're, their contract, you know, they agreed to have a two-year uh, arrangement, and this is their last year, and then they'll regroup in 2025. So that's why everybody thinks in 2025 everything will be fine. Liv has 14 tournaments, and their first tournament this year is the same time as the Pebble Beach tournament on the PGA Tour. And then they'll play various places around the world. 
But, guys, it's all going to change. Um, and I think a lot of these guys who defected uh, will we'll see them back on the PGA Tour in a couple of years. And all I think right. all of it's right. forgiven. Why? why? Well, because the money, guys. Why, it is like well, the, then why doesn't all those guys that have the opportunity to sign with Liv go ahead and sign with if they're going to be able to eventually in one year play back and forth? What? What's? Why wouldn't you just? Well, I, well Barry, I think because this influx of money, you know, this strategic sports group with these – these billionaire owners for you know Major League Baseball and NFL teams, they're going to put in three million. Three why are they, why, what are they getting out of it? Well, they're going to be part of the PGA Tour now. Uh, they're, they're going to have they're going to have a minority interest in the PGA Tour, and and so it'll be this influx of money. They'll renegotiate TV contracts, and so the PGA Tour instead of getting instead of getting a hundred percent of what is coming now with TV contracts, et cetera, they'll still get a large percentage. But Liv will get a percentage, the strategic sports group will get a percentage, and there will be no more money problems. Hmm. They'll just, so they'll we'll, just be this we'll, influx of billions of dollars. So I'm a billionaire, and I want to get this money. Am I, what am I getting at? What am I as the billionaire getting out of this? Am I you, now, to, you, huh? you are now, you are, among, your res, uh, you know, among your business interests, you own this team, you own that team, and oh. now you own... Uh, okay. uh, minority interest in the PGA Tour. Okay, and, okay. and you know, you know, if you owe forty nine percent of of the PGA okay. Tour, you have some say so. Um, you know, you're going to get something back for the three billion dollars. You got to get more than one billion there. You got to get several. Oh, they do. I mean, this strategic sports group. I mean, we're talking. You know, John Henry owns the Red Sox, and he owns one of those uh, famous soccer teams in the Premier Soccer League. Uh, Arthur Blank, one of the richest men in the world, owns the Atlanta Falcons. So yeah, I mean these are all businessmen who, who love sports. They love golf. Arthur Blank is at the Tour Championship every year. He, he's at the 18th hole announcing the golfers as they come up. He absolutely loves golf. He's a member at East Lake. He's a he's a member of Augusta National. So he 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 would love to be a part of the PGA Tour and have a say so in the future huh. of professional golf. So who got that up? Happen. Who got that up? <laughs> who got what? Who who who, just, who decided to do that? That's a pretty good idea. Who who how'd they come up with that? Well, the PGA Tour, you know, they I think in these negotiations, the PGA Tour was like, now wait a minute, we can't depend solely on live. I mean, it sounds good, and they say they'll do everything, but we can't depend solely on them. And so they they now reach out to these private investors, this this group of John Henry, Arthur Blank, and others, who, by the way. Um, you know, are friends with Tiger Woods. They're friends with Rory McIlroy. They're friends with these billionaire golfers. And so it all, it's all just a, it's a fraternity of billionaires who are now all involved. And, you know, what's interesting is the PGA Tour, if Liv hadn't come along, the PGA Tour would still be just turning along uh, like they always have. They'd, they'd have the same schedule. Uh, you know, you'd have some big tournaments. But, but now all of a sudden, you're going to have these, uh, these tournaments where guys are going to win four and five million dollars. So for both, for both, for all the groups are going to roll the golf ball back. Well, <laughs> and that's going to happen now. You know, uh, I think in our talks, I kind of made it sound like it was imminent, but that's going to be in three years, twenty twenty eight. I won't be here then. So, not <laughs> but they are going to roll the golf ball back, and so yeah, the game, uh, it, it, it's it's wild. I mean, two years ago, guys, when I was on the show, we were just turning along, just regular golf tournaments, the same old, same old. 
And now, by 2025, I mean, it's starting now, but by 2025, professional golf as we know it will be completely different. And these golfers, they're not only going to be playing for these exorbitant purses, but they are, you know, lift show that these golfers want to get paid a salary. And so oh. the top guys are going to getting they're going to get these crazy contracts that we thought only NFL quarterbacks and home run hitters in Major League Baseball would get. So you'll get paid a salary even if they go in there and make, don't even make the cut? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, and John Daly said it best at the PNC over the weekend, you know, the father-son deal. John Daly said, listen, my whole career, uh, I've gotten paid appearance fees in Europe. And he goes, nobody's ever said anything. He goes, that's basically what these guys are doing now. He goes, I got millions of dollars uh, during my popularity to go over to Europe and play in this tournament and that tournament, and it was all under the table. But he said that's basically what's been going on. Uh, yeah. And you can kind of relate it to what's been going on in college sports and now the NIL. Yeah, You know, what was going on well, before was under the table. Now it's legal, sure. right? I, yeah, yeah, I think LIV is going to get if, – if this happens, what you say is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which you're usually spot on. You don't pick games well, but you're spot on on the PGA <laughs> Tour. Um, they're they're going to get a TV deal, uh, Doug, right? Well, you know, the, the NBC and CBS re-upped two years ago. But now with this, uh, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll renegotiate a TV deal. And likely, I would just think um, another network will probably roll in. And it very well could be, um, yeah. it very well could be Fox. You probably okay. need a third network yeah. to uh, carry all these big events and what they're going to be doing. Because golf is going to, you know, it, it's, it goes on virtually all year as it is. But a lot of these fall tournaments, you know, nobody really watches because of football. But now, I mean, you, you throw some major deal um, in there in the fall, it, it'll it'll be a big deal. Can you put too, can you have too much golf and big money like that? People get sick of it. I think you can. I, I think they already have too many big tournaments, Coach. It, to me, it's hard. You know, you have the four majors, you have the Players Championship, and now all of a sudden this year you have these eight signature yeah. events. Yeah. You know, Pebble Beach, uh, Harbor Town, yeah. which have always been stops in the PGA Tour, but now all of a sudden they're "quote unquote" signature events, That's right. where the winner's going to get double the amount. I mean, is that a big deal to people? I, to me, I just think it's too much. Yeah, I do. and it's hard to decipher. It's hard to decipher. You know, because people say, "Well, we want to win major championships more than anything." Really? Well, why wouldn't you want to win a tournament where you get four million dollars? Um, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, the lines are, are skewed. And uh, like I said, professional golf is not the same as when Jack and Arnie and Lee Trevino and Gary Player were playing. It's not the same uh, when Tiger was winning, you know, well, 10, 15 years ago. It's changed completely. In this, in this world that we live in, we want to watch stuff that we can't hardly watch much. <laughs> I mean, you know, the stuff that we're begging to get to see. Uh, that, that, that's, you know, we're going to get to watch this and that in, in two weeks. And when you have it every cotton picking weekend, uh, you turn the TV, that's all. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And, and the one thing that has never changed in golf and listen, golf is a niche sport. It's not football. It's not basketball, baseball. It's not even hockey. It's not even close. I mean, the numbers of people who watch golf compared to the team sports, I mean, it's, it's mind-boggling the sm- how small it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, for example, a regular PGA Tour event, um, it gets less ratings than 
an SEC network football game, you might have Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, less less people watch a golf tournament than watch, yeah. you know, the lower tier SEC game. But I will say this: the Masters, through all the years, and CBS has had it from its inception that, yeah. when they dealt. It is the highest rated golf yeah. tournament. I mean, times ten. Well, it's the same thing as the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's the Super Bowl of golf. Always has been, always will be, and that's why CBS will never let that go. That's why they pay whatever Augusta National wants to keep that golf tournament, and that's the one everybody watches. I mean, it's funny that happens in April, and that and no other golf tournament the rest of the year. The other majors or the players even remotely comes close to the Masters. Which says a lot about what you just said, Coach. Um, yeah, and the SEC was smart. Uh, when they did that ESPN deal, you notice that everybody has to play one game only on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> right. And so yeah. if you want to watch them, you go ahead and buy that ESPN+. Plus, and you may not watch it again the rest of the year, but you already got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so they may throw that golf on that, uh, you know, some kind of streaming deal. I'll, I ain't going to do it. I do the ESPN Plus. I do it more for college baseball because I like to watch college baseball and you can get all the games for that. But uh, that's where everything's headed, right, Doug? Uh, I hear Pat McAvee talk about his show uh, as the number one show on ESPN Plus. Uh, that's where everything's headed, right? That's where the money is. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, we're in a digital world where people want to watch – what they want to watch, when they want to watch it. You know, no longer people set their clocks going, gosh, I got to be home, you know, at three o'clock on this day because, you know, or, or seven o'clock on Wednesday night. No, you just, you watch it when you want to watch it. And, and that's what, that's where it's all going. That's why Pat McAfee uh, is the highest paid uh, person at ESPN. Yeah. Um, you know, he gets paid in the vicinity of like $50 million dollars. Huh? Compare what he's making. Yeah, fifty million dollars a year for what he's making at ESPN, and then they he, they still allow him to carry the last two hours of the show on on YouTube. So I mean, this guy is raking in cash. He, he's among the top three um, digital talk shows. He's up there with the political guys uh, out there today. I mean, he he is absolutely rolling in dough, and and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yes, he he's kind of grown on me. I like the way he interviews uh, Nick Saban. He brings out another side in him. And I think coaches kind of enjoyed it, uh, to be quite honest with you. Well, and he pays those guys, you know. Um, Somebody and, and that's what, yeah. you know, you know, he pays Aaron Rodgers and Coach Saban a lot of money. I mean, we're talking seven figures uh, to uh, come on a show every week. And good for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, people, and people obviously have responded like you have, Barry. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I said that. Um, anything, with, <laughs> anything with the bowl games? Have you done your picks yet? You gonna wait till next week? Well, no, no. Let me tell you this. I, and I got this is interesting, guys. You know, there's a, over eleven thousand college football players, right? Yeah. And and the transfer portal, close to twelve hundred players have already entered the transfer portal. Think about that now. Bowl games. Up to this point, we already have four hundred players who've either opted out or announced they're transferring. So, I mean, think about that. That's why these games are absolutely impossible to pick. But I'll give you two that I think are sure bets. And I know you guys love it when I go sure bets. Mm. All right. Get, get ready, Justin. We're going to have to tweet these out or X them out. Uh-huh. Well, 
Well, you saw what Jacksonville State did Saturday, right? Yeah. Um, they, you know, they, they didn't have any opt-outs. Their kids really wanted to be there, and they really wanted to play well, and they won an overtime exciting game. Listen, South Alabama is at home, guys, in the 68 Ventures Bowl. They're playing in their home field. <laughs> and South Alabama's had a really good season. Remember, they beat Oklahoma State earlier this year at Oklahoma State. They're 15-and-a-half-point favorites over Eastern Michigan. South Alabama's had no opt-outs, no transfers. They're playing at home. Meaningful game, just like Jacksonville State. South Alabama will will run Eastern Michigan back to Michigan. They're going to run them out of Mobile, Alabama in that bowl game. And I, you, you weren't even paying attention to the 68 Ventures Bowl, were you? No. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you're honest. And the other one, the Birmingham Bowl, uh, coming up next week, uh, Duke-Troy. Again, Troy, even though they lost their head coach, and so did Duke, by the way, Troy's won 10 in a row. And this is a good Troy team. And I think they're going to have a home. A lot of folks are going to be watching that game in Birmingham from Troy. I think it'll be a home field advantage. I, I think Troy covers the seven and a half, wins 11 in a row. I like the Alabama teams. You know, Jacksonville State started it. I think South Alabama and Troy will continue that trend of schools in our state winning their bowl game and covering the spread simply because they, they haven't lost any players. Troy's lost to their coach. I give them that, but the staff is still intact. Doug, they you get know ready the lines uh, minus seven and a half, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. think Troy's going to yeah. cover the seven and a half? Yes. Yes, I do. Dad, you like that? Yeah. And, uh, who are they playing? <laughs> Duke. <laughs> this isn't basketball. This is football. <laughs> and Duke's quarterback, obviously, has already announced he's transferring to Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I don't think there'll be enough people there to start a fight. Why is this game? This game's on ABC. Uh, I don't know why. Saturday. I don't know. I, why. I, I think I think what happens to it hurts Birmingham rather than helping it. Yeah. You well, telling me Troy fans aren't going to travel up to Birmingham? Well, it'll be, it'll be I think they will. Two thousand. Is there such thing as a Troy fan? Two thousand. <laughs> I mean, I think there'll be some Troy fans. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing. There's not going to be well, some fans. Be some fans, but like, yeah. how many of these seat yeah. in that place over there <laughs> at Protective Stadium? Oh, I think uh, it seats about thirty-five thousand. Yeah, 40, if they bring two thousand in there, it would be. be a, would that be a tough ticket, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably walk up right before kick and just walk in. That's what I'm you thinking. Can go, you can go to the grocery store and get a, 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 a sack of groceries and ten tickets. I'm I'm not even sure there'll be ticket takers at the gates. No, I think the gates just might be open. Really, y'all oh, disrespecting sure. Troy and Duke. You say you don't have <laughs> no. to leave, you don't have to leave early to park. You can park where. <laughs> well, no, that, there's an issue. There's always a parking issue down, downtown Birmingham. So, and yeah, the I parking issue is simply this: right close to it is twenty bucks. Is there any good place to eat in downtown Birmingham there for for the fans to go? Doug? Yeah, yeah. The, that where? little area. Where? Where, what do you call that little area? I don't Uptown, know. What's the best place to eat down there? This what? pizza place there close I'm trying, by. I told my wife they went up to Birmingham. I think some little musical thing. I don't even know what it was. But uh, they went to the Bright Star. They said the Bright Star at 445 yesterday was packed. You couldn't mm. even get in there. What no. are people doing if the Bright Star? Oh, no, they all stayed at the Bright 445 Star. 445 on Sunday. I, that's. Now that's that's a little bit of a surprise to me, but yeah, um, yeah. 
It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Did you see Willie Nelson concert last night? I, I did not see it. Was, was Willie Nelson in Birmingham? Ninety? No, he was. It was a nationwide thing. He was ninety years oh. old. Oh, boy, yeah. it was good. I really. I was so old. Oh yeah. Let me tell you this story. Nobody wanted to hear, so I won't tell it anybody. Oh, <laughs> I am. I don't care. I am flying into Nashville from Atlanta to va- scout Vanderbilt. And I get on the plane with some of Willie Nelson's band. Hmm. And they say to me, we're going in. We're, the bus is going to pick us up. Willie's on it. And we're going We're going to do um, a con, work, work on a concert with, uh, oh, shit, I can't think of the guy's name. So I get off and I get on the bus with them. And I'm on the bus in the back of the bus with Willie and the group. Is that impressive or not? Were they smoking marijuana? Oh, are they smoking marijuana? <laughs> I had to get I had to get a cotton picket mask to get out of that cotton picket place. Get drug tested. And then the next, and we went out that night, and they were they were going to have this big thing, and they were playing. Uh, oh, I'll think of it in a minute. But Daryl Royal was there, the old t- Texas coach. He was going to he was there doing something with them. And uh, and I walked in with the, with all them. I thought I was a big dog. I was a young guy, boy. I mean, I was really young. And uh, <laughs> but I was right there with all the smoke and and everything. And wasn't, wasn't Ray Charles was there, but somebody else. I I'll think of it. But um, that's what happened. <laughs> wow! Now that is a great story. Yeah. All right, I uh, like Doug. You ever you know they say where's Waldo? You ever heard him say where's Waldo? Oh yeah. Yeah. I always say, "Where's Doug?" You're always somewhere, Doug. Where are you right now? You're in. You're in no, I'm back home. I'm back in, home. I was. I was. In, you're I was in he, Barry, he is wherever she tells him to be. I mean, you're in Jupiter. <laughs> you're in West Palm. You're. I answered the question. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Right. And listen, I'm not. I'm not disputing that either. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, MD, all right. We need some gift gift cards for MD Wells and Aesthetics. Yeah. Maybe they'll give me a gift card for Dad for Christmas. Can I get a deal? I don't need. No, it. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, MD Wellness and Aesthetics two zero five five eight two nine two one six. Susan Brignett is the owner. Doctor Mancuso, Don Mancuso is the MD. And again, they're open this week. Uh, I think she's closed Friday. As they get ready for the uh, you know the Christmas Eve weekend. But but give them a call uh, or go to mdwellnessandaesthetics.com. And, Barry, you're right. they got the gift certificates, uh, whether it's the skin care, hair care, weight loss, uh, you name it. They got it. And re- they're pretty busy right now because I know a lot of people are going in today uh, for treatments as they get ready for, uh, you know, parties and that sort of thing. So uh, give them a call. Have you heard, my, have you heard my blue plate? I saw it on I saw it on Twitter, Exer Coach. Yeah, I'm doing okay. two. I'm do, Barry's making me do two. The first oh, one yeah. I've already announced. What, what was it? Four, Barry. Uh, you took Clemson. Uh, four. Yeah, I think you were trying. Yeah, it's uh, four. Yeah, four. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I like Clemson hasn't had any opt out either. It's not for a month. We need something that they can <laughs> bet now. Uh, that game's in December, son. December 29th. They need one for Saturday and. I don't know if they're going. Saturday? I don't know if they're going to bet Doug's two games, Troy and. I I'm just telling you, I ain't taking. And go with Troy. Auburn too. Go with Auburn and go with Alabama and go with an Alabama school slate. Alabama, 
Oh, Auburn, goodness, South God. Alabama, and Troy. Go, what, do you, go what do you think? Alabama. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the Duke team will do for entertainment when they get to Birmingham? Well, they'll probably get to the hotel and you know <laughs> dial up where the basketball team's playing. Watch, watch TV. Watch go, the basketball go, team go, play somewhere. Go top golf. <laughs> All right, thank you, Doug. Top golf. Yeah, go to top <laughs> golf. That's a good answer right there. Top golf. They go to top golf. That's you go a good to top answer. Golf, and then your bill comes. You're like, I ain't trying to buy the place. Good <laughs> lands. Uh, thank you, Doug. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank Bye. You. All right, let's tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, with all this controversy we're having, uh, if you have an accident and there's controversy there and you don't know how to handle it, and, brother, you sometimes stuff happens to you and you don't know what direction to go, you need some attorneys that have been down that road. And my recommendation for you is Prince Glover and Hayes at 345-1234. If they've been down that road and they know that that accident uh, was avoidable and that you're you're injured for absolutely no reason at all, they can explain to you what you need to do on the telephone. You go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them in person, and I believe you me, when they put that coat and tie on and they go out in the world to represent you, they are going to do a great job. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. Prince, Glover, and Hayes. Good people. Yeah, great people. Uh, if they don't win, you don't pay. Go to PrinceLaw.net for more information. If you, you're just a Tide 100.9, it's the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, some good news. The traffic on the interstate beginning to ease, but US 11 is still backed up pretty badly. We also have a wreck at the intersection of Alabama 216 at Kings Mill Road. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Football. 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, some good news. The traffic on the interstate beginning to ease, but US 11 is still backed up pretty badly. We also have a wreck at the intersection of Alabama 216 at Kings Mill Road. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Monday edition of The Game, we will continue our SEC Parlay Pick Contest that we started on Friday, made possible by Brian Harden Construction. We'll talk to Dave Mahler from out in Seattle. We'll preview the Washington-Texas game. Barrett Salee, CBSSports.com, Martin Houston, all starting 2 p.m. right here on The Game. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. On Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Chicken salad. At 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and breezy at times today. The high 55. Clear and turning colder tonight below 26. Tomorrow and Wednesday, a good supply of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow 48. The high Wednesday in the middle 50s at 54. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa.
Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can look at the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service right there. Swing by Skyland Boulevard. Justin talks about all the great new vehicles they have on the lot. Uh, great Christmas present out there. So get by there. You can do it all. One-stop shop right there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Uh, to start the process, go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. All right, get to the Tuscaloosa Toyota hotline and get Digger into the show. Good morning, Digger. Hey, Digger. Hey, got a Willie Nelson story for you. Oh, I met South by Southwest in Austin about I want to say a dozen years ago, and we're at the Armadillo World Headquarters. And a buddy of mine who runs a environmental testing firm, he took one of his company cars. It was a white suburban. If you're synonymous in Texas, if you've ever been in Texas, you'll notice there's a billion white trucks in a billion white suburban. So we drive this white suburban in there, and we parked on the side of the complex. <laughs> we had a great show, and then all of a sudden we walked out and uh, walked in and uh, the whole row of white suburbans, and of course I was getting the wrong one. And uh, I walked, opened the door, swung my ass in the back seat. And it was all kinds of smoke in there, and there was Willie with a big ass blunt. Really? In the suburban. Really? He offers me a hit, and I'm stone struck, like, no, that's all right, I'm sorry, and I got out. And the, all my friends were cracking up, laughing at me. He said, dude, what happened? You got in the wrong. said, that's Willie Nelson in there. And the guy who was driving this from, really? He gets in. He goes in the back seat, and he takes a hit with it. Mm. He comes back, and he said, well, check that off my bucket list. I said, what'd you do? He said, I got a hit with Willie Nelson. You smoke weed with him. I got a, I went there, and I wanted to do it. Check it off the bucket list, right? They yep. said, this is like eating little Debbie cakes. I didn't know people that was on people's bucket list to hit smoke yeah. weed with eat Willie little, Nelson. Eat little Debbie cakes. That's on your list, too, because yeah. Nick eats them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I go over there and I put my hand on the handlebar, click. They locked me out, buddy. So you didn't, you say you're still on your bucket I'm list. I'm still kicking myself for that. Mm, digger. <laughs> Too slow, Digger. It's an opportunity. <laughs> I, I should have snapped it out. I don't know why, but that was my little. Hey, Digger, I need to know something. I need to know something what? from you. I need to know what you think about your game in Washington. Who? You're not Texas, the Texas game at Washington. I will not be, about that game. Well, you know we played them last year in the bowl game, and we got our ass kicked. How much? Yeah, but it was I, it was by seven, I think. But it was like we couldn't get off the field with them. They were like thirteen out of sixteen on third down. Really? Oh, the whole story to that, and I think we've addressed it, was the inside route. On third down, they would do the bunch formation, and then they would do the inside route. And the inside route was always open, and then Phoenix, what your buddy from Ryan says, he would throw a quick inside route to the slot man. Mm -hmm. Did that all game long. We couldn't get off the field. Well, mm -hmm. we kind of fixed that this year. Mm -hmm. So they're probably going to try it this time. Digger, who's going to win? And we'll be ready for Who's going to win, Digger? <laughs> Oh, I hope we do. I know you hope. I know that. Say, but I hope we do. Oh, Digger, y'all going to beat Washington, I think. You think? I don't know. In New Orleans. I tell you what, if they don't have an answer for uh, Sweat, 
then yes, we'll win. Yeah. But look, those are three NFL receivers they have. Yeah. If, if there was ever a weakness on the defense, it's our secondary. That guy at Washington worked for Sark, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You got him. Yes. You got him, Digger. Let you go. Thank you. All right, back down to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. Get Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. Hey, Cowboy. Good morning, Barry and Coach. I just got a blurb on my phone while I was waiting for you all. Coach, uh, Eric Montrose died yesterday mm. with cancer. That's horrible. Uh, did you ever coach against him in Alabama? Eric Montrose at uh, I coached against him uh, when I was at Wake Forest. He was in North Carolina. Eric Montrose was a he's fifty-two. Yeah, big seven-foot center. Oh my, he's one. That, he's the one that Robert Ory got in a fight with. Mm, they got in a fight. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and the last game, uh, either either he or Spree. Uh, I don't uh, know if Montrose would have been on that team that y'all played. Maybe I don't know. He's fifty-two. Robert, look that up, Barry, for me. I don't think he would have been on that team. Oh, Gary would know. Yeah, Eric Montrose played against Ori. Huh? I don't think Eric Montrose yeah. was on that team. He's uh, a little bit younger than Ori. I believe he it's was. 52. Yeah. 52. Well, Ori's 56. So, it's four years. No, Ori's my brother's age. No, Ori's my 53. age. Ori's my age. Eric Montrose. I believe. Eric Montrose, did, did he do some announcing for Flo- for North Carolina? He may have. He uh, I have. believe that's him. Yeah, yeah. he may be. Yeah. Anyway, that's I, terrible. They that's got terrible. into they got into a, a fisticuff at that, in that game. Last game I coached at Alabama. Oh, it may have been. Yeah. What, what oh else? well. What what uh, what do you think happened to us against Creighton? I kept thinking we'd win that ball game. Uh, Guys, Creighton's good. Don't... I mean, they're good. They were favored by seven and a half for a reason. Oh, I understand that, but I, I figured that was the one we were going to get, you mm-hmm. know? Yes, I just got a text from some, a friend of mine saying, yes, it was. 1992, it was Eric Ron, because they got in the fight, yeah. 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 That game was in Louisville? I t- no, it was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, I didn't know he passed away. That's terrible. He is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Young guy. Yeah. yeah. What, kind of can- I, I, what, what kind of cancer did he have, Cowboy? I don't know. It just well, I didn't read the whole article driving here, but it, you know, you get those bleeps on your phone. And my it, former NBA North Carolina hit it and it said Eric Montrose. You know, it had that picture of him when he had that. I guess it was against Duke when he got yeah. that oh, or uh, blood is. down the side of his face. Yeah, you're right, cowboy. Ori. We were in school at the same time. I was a little ahead of him. Somebody just texted Jason, told me Ori's fifty-two. Yeah, so sorry. I knew Ori was my brother. Dave. Sorry, Robert. I just put three years on you. Thank well, you. They sure did. They we got, got in. We got to get out. Thank you, cowboy. Yeah, y'all be good. All right, thank uh, you. That's thank it for today's sorry. show. We'll get out of here and we'll make way for the Gary Harris show. Fun show uh, today. Should be fun shows all week long. So keep it locked in. You list the tide one hundred point nine. Let's see home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.